Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? In the season's worst conditions, winter tires are a game changer. They elevate traction, control, and confidence. They sell only the best, like the full line of hand-cooked tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to your one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thanks for listening to the best of Outkick the Coverage podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the Coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. We bring in now Frank Isola at the Frank Isola on Twitter. You can watch him on ESPN. You can read him at The Athletic. You can listen to him on Sirius XM, and you can hear him every single Thursday morning hanging out with us. Frank, it was like yesterday afternoon, bombshell, 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 all landing, which uh, was kind of wacky given uh, that a lot of times there aren't necessarily a lot of big stories, and we started off the show talking about all three of them. Uh, Joe Kelly getting an eight-game suspension from Major League Baseball. The uh, NBA bombshell from China, from your own ESPN, diving in. And the ACC Notre Dame decision to go to 10 games. Which of those three stories to you was the most newsworthy, all of which were landing right around, I believe, 4.35 o'clock Eastern time uh, yesterday? Uh, I thought, you know, Notre Dame is an interesting one because Notre Dame never wants to be in the, uh, a football conference. It always wants to act as an independent. I know it's other sports or in the ACC. I thought that was interesting. But the Kelly one, I thought, it, you know, that, that was Major League. You know, he sent a message to the Astros, and that's Major League Baseball kind of sending a message to everyone else. You know, I was thinking back to um, 2000, many moons ago, when, I don't know, you were probably a freshman at the uh, George Washington. That's when uh, that year, if you remember, 
that's when Clemens, Roger Clemens, hit Mike Piazza yep. right in the head, right square in the head with a pitch. Then later on that same season, they met in the World Series, and Piazza, that's when he threw the bat. He throws the pitch at Piazza. That's right. Piazza's bat breaks, and he throws the bat at Piazza. So, and I, I was shocked. I was actually at that game. I was shocked that the Mets didn't charge them out. I actually think that probably contributed to them losing the World Series. The next time the Mets were in a position to retaliate specifically against Clemens was 2002. So two years later, and that's when Sean Estes was on the team, and he threw behind Clemens with the pitch. He got the warning, and the, the Met players were all ticked off at Sean Estes because their thing was Clemens was hitting uh, at Chase Stadium at the time, and they were like, here's our chance to get this guy back for what he did to Piazza, and Sean Estes didn't hit him. So the Met players were mad at their own pitcher, but th- my point was the Mets waited two years. So the idea that the Dodgers are now finally going to play the Astros after you know the reports of the cheating scandal came out and people were wondering how they what was going to happen. My whole time, the whole time, I was thinking the culture of baseball is such that they're going to handle justice on the field and they'll let Major League Baseball do whatever they want once that happens. I knew that they were going to throw at somebody, and that's probably still going to continue at some point down the road. Uh, you know, they'll, they'll probably try to get them again. I knew that the Dodgers were going to do that. I thought it was interesting. With Kelly, though, what would you make of him kind of like he's walking away from Correa and, and, and giving him a hard time? And I guess he said, nice swing, B, or whatever it was. Yeah. But, but, you know, it's almost like baseball. I, I almost felt like baseball needed that a little bit to kind of take the focus off of what was going on with the Marlins, put kind of the attention back on the field. And it was a socially distanced baseball brawl. Yeah, I think if there was no coronavirus or no mask or anything like that, I actually think the teams would have been fighting. So I don't think it's a bad deal at all for Major League Baseball for people to be mad at Rob Manfred for something that's related to an on-field product as opposed to what happened with the Miami Marlins. And, uh, and I think baseball has weathered that storm initially. Now people are angry about the Joe Kelly suspension, and I think it's inc- it just brings back home the hypocrisy of the granting immunity to Houston Astro players in order to participate in that investigation, which I think was probably the initial sin or the initial flaw, however you want to characterize it, of baseball's investigation into the Astro cheating scandal. Um, But yeah, I, I, I think with Major League Baseball now being able to get to the NBA game starting on Thursday and then the NHL starting on Saturday, it appears that they have weathered the Marlin storm and that there isn't going to be this massive upswell of, oh my God, you can't continue to play baseball. And look, we're going to continue to have outbreaks, but on Monday, I don't know if you were very active on Twitter on Monday, on Monday you would think that Major League Baseball was basically over. Uh, If you read certainly a lot of people in sports media, they were saying, oh, there's no way you can play the NFL now. Oh my God, Major League Baseball has got to suspend the season. And I actually think Manfred and the Major League Baseball owners and the players, too, uh, as well, all handled that outbreak story about as well as they could have uh, because it would have been easy to feed into the hysteria. And potentially, once you stop something, it's hard to get started again. And so I thought baseball did a pretty good job just staying the course. And I think, you know, I know we reference this a lot. I think if you go back to what happened in Europe, you know, Germany was, the, you know, the really the first major sports league to come back, the German soccer league. And when they first came back, 
there was a lot of uh, players that were testing positive, and a lot of people thought, thought, well, this is the reason why you can't do it because this is going to be the case. But they kind of forged ahead, and they just did a lot of testing, and they had obviously the, the proper protocol in place, and they were able to pull it off. And I think baseball did take kind of a pretty drastic step with what they did. They told the Marlins, all right, we're going to shut you down for a few games. We're going to shut the Yankees and the Phillies down, which really they didn't have to do because it turns out that none of the Philly players, I guess they're still testing them, and that came back negative. It actually will probably be a good wake-up call for everyone that just to follow the protocol. And it's interesting. I think that when you watch these games, it was smart what baseball did where there's like a tent behind the dugout, and it allows now the players to really – you know, sit further apart from one another. I know that I saw that up in Boston at City Field where the Mets play. They did that as well. So I thought that was a pretty smart. You have the entire stadium. You might as well. You might as well use it. Why is everyone, you know, just packed together in the dugout? It's another way that you can kind of handle it. So I, I, I thought it was smart by baseball. I also think if it ever got too crazy, you know, maybe they'll get to a. I think they'll be able to finish the season. But I think if it, if this happened to like four or five or six teams where you know, 15 to 20 guys had it, you know, they could probably always shut down for maybe a week or two weeks and then try to come up with some kind of bubble idea. Because you could have uh, different bubbles because the, the schedule is regionalized. It's only the American League East versus the National League East, so on, so on. So you don't have to have everyone in one location, which would make it a little bit easier. I'm sure that's something that they're considering, but I'm sure they're pretty optimistic after what has gone on the past couple of days with all the negative tests coming back. I think that one of the biggest challenges baseball is going to have is when teams start to get eliminated, uh, you know, and I know it's going to be harder because of expanded playoffs, but let's presume that your team starts off, you know, 21 and, uh, and, 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 or 20 and 40, right? And as you're 20 and 35 or whatever, and as you come down the stretch run of the season, the final five or seven games, I think there's a good chance that some of the teams that are eliminated will just say, screw it, let's go out to the bar and chase girls, <laughs> right? Because yeah. it's like your last yeah. time to be hanging out together and uh, and you're on the road and you're in Miami or you're in a fun city and you're like, you know what, we're done with just staying in hotels and not talking to anybody for a couple of months. What do we care? Like we don't have any postseason that's coming at all. I think that's a challenge that Major League Baseball will run into. I actually think the Marlins for now – have probably, uh, you know, sort of back in the day, you know, the slogan was loose lips sink ships. I think a lot of people might have thought, hey, there's not really anything to worry about here. Uh, We're young, we're healthy, we're not going to get sick. And then the Marlins go out, it appears, socially and all get sick. And I think there are a lot of guys who are like, oh, wow, maybe we do need to hang around the hotels and uh, and limit our exposure. I just don't know how long that's going to last. What do you think about college? Really quick, and I think that's why what Lou Williams did, I was surprised how many people kind of defended him and said, oh, what's the big deal? Excuse me, big deal. The NBA is investing millions upon millions of dollars to create this bubble. You had an excused absence, and, you know, come on, we're all adults here. He may like the chicken wings at at Magic City. Does everybody really believe that that's the reason he went there? Yeah. The guy that that runs that chicken wing place, he opened up business uh, 20 miles away, and I moved into that place, and my wings are half as good. Where's Lou Williams still going to get his wings? He's driving 20 miles away, or is he still going to Magic City? I mean, come on, folks. Let's be real about it. I thought that was so selfish on his part. I get it, why he did it, 
But come on, man. You know, the, the NBA is investing a lot of money, and, and, that's, and you're going to do that. I thought, I thought he should have gotten a, a bigger suspension. He, in theory, they're calling it a 10-day quarantine. It's almost like a 10-day suspension. I would have given him a more severe uh, punishment. Well, also, the only reason we caught him is because the rapper that's posted right. the picture. Otherwise, he would have never admitted to having done it, gone back into the quarantine at the NBA's facility, and potentially punctured the bubble, and everybody gets sick because of the choices that he made. And, now, and Clay, and Clay what, one other thing. Remember, too, when they took the photo, you know what their defense was? It was an old picture. Yeah, that's right. First of all, you're wearing a mask. So how old is the yeah. photo to begin yeah. with? How long, have you, been, how long that... have you been combating disease on the, uh, <laughs> yeah, on the circuit with your mask. own mask? And it was issued by the NBA, the yeah. one that Lou Williams was wearing. So not, not a good defense. He needs uh, a better attorney. What's going to happen in the NBA tonight? Uh, you've got uh, the return of the NBA, two big games starting at, I believe, is it 6.30 Eastern, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, how big – will what the players do off the court or on the court before the game starts overshadow what happens in the games themselves? I think it will. I think the first time out, it will. And I think that's why the MLS down in uh, Orlando, also at Disney, decided not to play the anthem because I think they didn't want – you know, that's a league that wants fans and they want viewers. And I think they didn't want the entire focus to be, you know, what the demonstration was like. I do know this for a fact. I do know that there are a lot of international players because there's a ton of them in the league that are are a little confused. They're They're not really sure what to do. A lot of them feel like they really haven't had a voice in what should happen. And they're kind of going to go along with whatever every other player does. But I think they look at it like, I'm not from this country. I don't want to be in a position where fans are going to get upset with me. if They think I'm disrespecting uh, the country or the flag. I also don't want my own teammates. I don't want to be ostracized by, uh, you know, my teammates and other players in the league. So there's a little confusion from that as well. I really think what the NBA should do, and I thought they did it right, um, you know, four years ago, and there was a big thing about what might happen where they locked arms, which to me symbolically it's going to be the day that, um, you know, it's John Lewis's funeral. And, you know, you, you think of one of the last times he walked across the bridge in Alabama, he's locked arms uh, with President Obama. I think if they, the players locked arms and then maybe do what they've done in Europe and in uh, Major League Soccer with the NWS, NWSL did right before tip-off, maybe every, everybody take a knee. So that's why you're doing two different things. But it sounds like they're going to kneel during the anthem. Which, if you listen to Adam Silver, it's you know they do have a rule on the books. I don't think they're going to enforce it if it happens. You, it, it doesn't sound like Adam Silver is crazy about the idea, but I also don't think he's going to tell the players, no, no, you shouldn't do that. I think he's giving them a lot of latitude and leeway in this case. Um, the hypocrisy here. On the uh, the NBA potentially players, I'm curious to see what will happen on Friday. They're going to stand for the Chinese, uh, sorry for the uh, for the Canadian national anthem. I'm guessing, and then kneel for the United States national anthem. For people out there, when the Raptors are playing, they play the Canadian national anthem and the United States national anthem on Friday. That's going to be a bad look. But I think it's a bad look given the NBA's relationship with China. Uh, and ESPN has a really big story that they dropped yesterday afternoon. Isn't this just going to make that hypocrisy taking the money from China while not saying a word and aggressively criticizing American institutions? Isn't that going to make the hypocrisy just stand out even larger for people who are willing to pay attention to that? I think it is, and I think it's why it goes back to 
Adam Silver, I believe, this is just my theory, I think he'd like to see the players do two things. I think he'd probably prefer that they just stand for the anthem and then do some other type of uh, demonstration. Because let's remember, you know, no matter how anybody wants to look at it, rightly or wrongly, I think a majority of people look at it as something where you're disrespecting the flag. And it is a business, after yes. all. And, you know, Adam Silver is a businessman. The other 30 owners in the league are businessmen. And obviously the NBA owners, you know, have, you know they, they support the players in a lot of things that they do, but they also look at it from a business standpoint and how this, you know, this could hurt them in some ways. And I think this is what the commissioners and the owners of all the leagues are worried about. Obviously, they feel the players have a right to protest, but it also comes down to should you be doing that in theory on company time and if we're doing this, is it going to hurt the bottom line? Because guess what? That's what the owners are in it for, and the play, and it will affect the players in a lot of ways, too, when it comes down to um, the salary cap. But I think I, I get the feeling because, you know, the NBA players have been, you know, they're, they're wearing messages on the back of their jerseys. I just think there will be, I think they will kneel. I'm not sure if it'll be every player, but let's remember some too, Clay. If we're going to give, if the players that kneel are going to get you know, praise and people are going to have a not have a problem with it. Let's not get on the players that stand up. I mean, I know that's been happening in some of the other leagues. You know, if you have the right to kneel, then let's show a little bit of respect too for the people for whatever reason that they want to stand. The, the, remember what happened with Drew Brees when he came out and made that yeah. statement. He got the guy got absolutely killed. You know, let's let's you know. Let's be for everyone's rights. I think it's braver. I think it's braver to stand right now than it is to kneel, which is how upside down the world has become. It's braver to stand for the national anthem than it is to kneel, because especially in some of these uh, leagues, the majority of players are kneeling. So you're almost like a sheep if you follow along with the kneeling and standing is is now the the gesture of bravery here, which is pretty wild. Uh, Notre Dame and the ACC. What do you think about the Fighting Irish first time since 1887 they'll be competing for a conference championship? And how optimistic are you feeling about college football in general? Well, if I'm the ACC, I'm absolutely thrilled because now I'm getting every Notre Dame, you know, all my games are going to be against Notre Dame or the the games that they play and the ratings will be terrific. I, I think the one thing about college football, which will be a little bit complicated, we do know that these colleges do want to, um, you know, they, they want to make sure that the kids are safe, but they also want school to happen because there's a lot of money involved. I'm still iffy about college football. I think the NFL could pull it off just because it could, it's a more controlled environment. Your training facility, you're only playing the eight road games. Like college football, they, I think there's still a chance that they can do it, but I just wonder with a lot of these schools if they're thinking, you know what? If we don't have students here, maybe we shouldn't be doing this. And think about all the the, uh, sports, the fall sports that have been canceled in some of these conferences. So to me, football, I still believe, is 50-50. I'm a lot more optimistic about the NFL. Good stuff as always, Frank Isola. Appreciate you hanging out with us. We'll talk to you next week. All right, Clay. Thanks a lot. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool, to finish the job, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and ask about their loaner tool program. Simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool, then get your deposit back when it's returned. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and who doesn't want better sex? But if you have ED, you may be struggling and dragging your feet on solving the problem. Don't put off having a better sex life any longer. Check out Him Sex Choose and bring a new level of excitement and confidence to your sex life. The process is simple and 100% online, no uncomfortable doctor's visits. No insurance is needed. Pay one low price for your treatments, online visits, ongoing shipments, and provider messaging. Hims has hundreds of thousands of trusted subscribers, so if ED is getting Getting you down, it's time to change that. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash two pros. That's HIMS.com slash two pros for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash two pros. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Sex choose are compounded products and have not been approved by the FDA. The FDA does not verify the safety or effectiveness of compounded drugs. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. You make every play, you call every shot, from choosing trusted financial products to deciding how much and how long to invest, GameBridge puts the power in your hands. No wonder they've earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. They give you the tools you need to save and grow your money with reliable returns and take charge of your financial future. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. So change the game. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Kumo tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer. 
installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash sports to see their Kumo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Breaking news. L.A. just got hit with an earthquake. How bad was it? It was pretty big, man. Like, how would you compare it to, I was out for, was it last year's? Like, oh. they had the Kawhi signing, right? Like, last July, about a yeah. year ago. Weren't you here for two earthquakes? Yeah, I've been, I've been out in bigger, L.A. for two It was two bigger earth- than those for last it year. It was bigger than those? Yeah. Man, uh, I've never seen Eddie's eyes get so wide. He stood up and was like, yeah, without, that one was one of those quick hitters. Like, it rocked us for a second. Uh, so, it's what, 4.30 in the morning in uh, L.A., what percentage of people sleeping do you think got woken up by that? Uh, I just got a text from my brother, sister-in-law, and my everybody, wife. Everybody's yeah. waking up. Yeah. Uh, all right. So is there a way? You guys, can, can't you search? Isn't there an immediate um, Isn't there an immediate way to see what the uh, epicenter? Right now, right now it says 4.5. Oh, you guys are wusses. 4.5. But it, it, was, it must have been right under us. Yeah, it's a San, it's San Fernando right okay, here. Okay, yeah. That's why. 4.5. 4.5's not huge when you're on the outskirts of it, but when it's right underneath the epicenter. Yeah. What did they have like a, uh, uh, what was the one that that hit last year? Like a seven? I thought it was like a seven. That was like like a six. You're talking about the Ridgecrest one? Yeah, that's the far one, away. The one that hit wasn't yeah. in L.A. No, I no, mean, no. It, it was in the mountains. So. Yeah, that was 100 miles away from yeah, L.A. Yeah, right. But, I mean, that one really was pretty substantial in the shake. I mean, but this, so this one was right underneath you guys? Yeah, San Fernando. Yeah. This was this was a uh, this was the most shaking I think I've been 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 a part of since I've moved here. It's like 20 years. Oh, wow. So, I mean, and it's based on proximity though because exactly. four, 4 or 5 is not that big of a of an earthquake. Hopefully it wasn't a uh, a prelim for something bigger. Just got a text from Vito. He says I was just about to get on the freeway. My car was shaking. Yeah, usually that's one of those interesting things. Like uh, a lot of people who are in cars driving you don't necessarily feel it the same way. Like when, when both of them hit in LA last year, I was on like the 15th floor of a hotel. And that's, that's where I've been in a, I've been in three earthquakes in California, all of them that I would call decent sized. I mean, where you're like, Whoa, the yeah, the whole board like, was shaking here and the monitors are all shaking. Yeah. You guys are on the first floor, at least being up, up top, being high up in a building yep. and you can actually feel the building swaying because the way they build them uh, to, uh, to be able to kind of roll with the, uh, with the waves. That's pretty scary. Well, hopefully for everybody waking up right now. Hi, I'm clay. Um, <laughs> appreciate you guys uh, being up in the middle of the night uh, for many of you listening to me. Uh, but uh, on the West Coast anyway. But also, hopefully it's not a prelim to uh, a more substantial earthquake, right? Because uh, didn't we have – did we ever have the earthquake lady on? Clay we Gray, did request right? her, yeah. And she just gave us the Heisman? I think so. Yeah. Because of the hours of the show. Yeah, yeah right. Well, uh, I mean, this is big big time for her. And also, it's typical 2020 that we would have a, uh, a massive uh, – at least right underneath your feet earthquake, even though it was only a four or five. So there's some uh, data points about how, you know, the, the likelihood of other earthquakes based on that one that just took place. Uh, so uh, hopefully you guys will be okay. Everybody's good. We're good, good here. Yeah. Everybody's uh, keeping rolling. Do we have Shannon on the we phone? We do. Shannon's ready to go. Shannon, you're in Charlotte. So is the ground no. safe beneath your feet right now? That was a wild man. Danny, Danny calls me and all of a sudden he's like, Whoa, we're having an earthquake. I'm like, what? 
<laughs> yeah. That was wild. Have you ever been in an earthquake? Um, one time I was out there for a NASCAR race in Fontana, and, and it was so, I mean, it was so slight that I, I didn't, I, it sounded like something, like someone was moving furniture uh, above me, and, and I realized I was on the top floor of the hotel. And then when I got to the track, somebody said, hey, did you feel that earthquake? And I, I was like, man, that's what it was. No, but I grew up in Florida, so we had the hurricanes. Yeah. But obviously, like, you know hurricanes are coming. You have time to prepare for them. So I don't care what the magnitude of an earthquake is or was. I would be frightened. I'd be frightened for the aftershocks, too, right? Don't they yeah. say that those come? Yeah, that, that often happens. I mean, I yeah. think if you're not from California, one of the first things you think when you start traveling to California is, oh, you know, there might be an earthquake there because you're not yeah. used to it. And so I've been in three of them, all decent sized. I was in San Diego for one probably like, that's probably a decade ago. Uh, that one hit San Diego area was a pretty decent sized. And then I was in LA for both, I think, of the last two decent sized earthquakes that happened. And that was back, what? That was back in July of last year, right, Danny G? Like that was when uh, the, the night that Kawhi agreed to join the Clippers yeah. was the day, yep. of, uh, that was the day of the pretty big earthquake. Yeah, well, Twitter's going crazy right now. So it was, it was definitely big. People are saying that they just got woke, like they were woken up from their sleep. So yeah, it, it seems like it was pretty big. Hope you guys are doing okay. Yeah, they sound like they're fine. Um, or, or, <laughs> Daddy G didn't even know what was going on. I'm like, I mean, I, mean, I was just the way that? you guys were reacting. I mean, when I, to find out it's only a four or five. I mean, I, I don't want to tell you to, to debap, but I mean, come Baby. on, like uh, a four or five. I mean, I, I don't. Uh, I feel like last year's like again, it's based on proximity, but I feel like last year's was like a seven. Um, yeah, and the fish was two feet big too, right, Clay? Yeah, th- yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Um, the, uh, so let's let's. What were you? What were we, I, the earthquake has has, has taken uh, everything out of uh, out of whack here. Uh, what uh, is going on in your life, Shannon? Yeah. So you know, I, I was looking forward to talking to you actually about school. What's what's going on with your kid's school? Yeah. So it's a it's a hybrid system here, and I don't even okay. know how they've ended up uh, reaching this goal. But for the first two weeks of the, so they set up a uh, a chart based on the prevalence of the infection in the part of Nashville that we live in. Hmm. And if it's like at 0.5 or above, it's a mixed partial present, partially not present. So my kindergartner gets to go full-time to school. So kindergarten through second grade, where we live in the Nashville area, everybody goes. So all kindergarten through second graders starting in early August – and then everything from third grade on up is actually not uh, not going wow. in person for the first two weeks. So for my kids, uh, my I was I was most concerned about my kindergartner. So I'm glad he's going to go to school uh, yeah. because he was so excited to get started at school. And I think the younger the kids are, the more difficult remote learning is. But the mm-hmm. but the way they they actually have a scale where you can look at it, and if it's under 0.5, everybody goes. And it looks like it's going to be under 0.5 very soon. So my hope is that after a couple of weeks or maybe by by Labor Day, everybody, all the kids around us are going to be in school. What about yours? Yeah, so my kids are at private school. And here in North Carolina, it's interesting. So the private schools are going back full time, right? Yep. No, no restrictions. I think kids in sixth and older wear masks, but anyone below fifth does not. And oh, then, yeah. Um, yeah. 
And then the public schools and the, and the charter schools are doing some kind of hybrid. See, my biggest concern is this, like what happens when someone in the school contracts it and then we get sent home and we're not prepared to do any kind of online learning, right? And then it's a fire drill to get things up and moving. And then is it more detrimental on the kids to start school full time and then have to come out if something like that happens? So I think my biggest thing is, is like, so what is the plan when and if, right? Because you know that the, the odds of someone contracting this at some point is, is pretty good, right? And then, and then what happens then? So that's, that's my biggest concern with them going back to school uh, full-time. Uh, but, yeah, they're, they're back in, in – they're, they're going to start, I guess, August 17th is when our schools go back. So it'll be, it'll be interesting to see how things go then. Will you watch the NBA at all tonight? Yeah, I'll watch it a little bit. I, you know, I've been, I've been catching – I don't know if it's been practices or, or – I think, I, I think it's jarring to me when I've watched some of the, the fanless – stuff yeah how quiet it is inside those uh it, it almost reminds me of, like the summer league a little bit uh, i'll watch it just to see how it goes I, you know listen I've, I've been listening to your show all week obviously and following the stuff that's been going on the lou williams thing that the marlins uh player potentially what, what I guess would they you really say know. yeah Let, let's let's mad. start with I'd this kicked off i would be mad 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 right i've got friends that are in that bubble right now they've been there yeah. my one girlfriend did 31 covid covid19 tests 31 tests. yeah yeah. Now, if you're sticking something in my nose 31 times, now I don't know if that's the way they're still doing it, or if I'm not around my family, I'm missing my friends, like, and I'm there, and and one and one of these players decides he wants to just go out. Like, I would be really mad. Yeah. I mean, we and and listen too, Clay. We're all we're all waiting to see what happens with NFL, with college football, with everything. And just like with NASCAR, when NASCAR went back, everybody's watching to see how it's done, watching to see if it can be done. And so if you throw off the curve, like that's affecting everything in sports, right? So, yeah, I'd be really ticked off if I – and I am because, I'm, I mean, this would affect me too, right? NFL, yeah. college, all of this stuff, it does all have an effect on where we move in terms of live sporting events. If you found out your husband was at a strip club and huh. he said – well, no, 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 babe. I wasn't at the strip club. I went to buy chicken wings at the strip club. Your response would be what? I don't, I mean, listen, I'm I, like, it just depends on what my marriage is like, I think, right? I right. think if my husband did it, I'd probably laugh because I probably would have known. But I would be mad that he left the bubble and was irresponsible, <laughs> right? I mean, like, you've yeah. just been in this bubble. You're, you're leaving me for how, how long, and, and you're going to be over there, and this is what you decide to do, you yeah. know? And so that's what I, would, I think I would be upset about. But, I mean, if my husband went to get chicken wings at the strip club, I'd probably be like, were they good? <laughs> <Yeah>. What <laughs> you know? Uh, by the way, do they tell, have they told you guys anything about with the NFL players starting to get back? Have you guys had any meetings about what covering the NFL might be like, or is everything just on pause as they figure out everything? I think everything is so rapidly changing, right? I mean, I'm, I'm just waiting, waiting to hear, and I don't know if it would be. I mean, listen, so Fox Sports, we obviously had pit reporters at you know, NASCAR events. Yep. So we, we sent people to the NASCAR events. We sent pit reporters to the NASCAR event. So I think it would be, I mean, it's either a Fox Sports decision or it's an NFL decision to see if sideline reporters or if reporters or, or how many people can be on the field, like essential, essential people, right? And so I think we're all just on standby to see what happens. We're on standby to see what the NFL season is going to look like, who's going to play. I just read that, like, the Detroit Lions, their, their COVID-19 handbook 
is like bigger than their playbook in terms of what they should avoid and what they should do. So I listen, I'm fully prepared to get down there. I'm fully prepared to get tested. I'm fully prepared to walk the walk and, and, and do what I need to do to, to keep myself safe and my kids safe, obviously. Uh, so again, all of us are watching the NBA. All of us are watching Major League Baseball. All of us are watching these things to see how these other organizations are doing it and getting back to normal. So that's what that I mean. That makes me mad to, to hear that the players have left and and aren't just taking this as as serious as we all are. Shannon, I appreciate the time. The earthquake literally you made the world rock uh, <laughs> as you were online getting ready to uh, to talk with us. We will talk to you next week. I appreciate you getting up early and uh, enjoy the uh, sports all rolling back this weekend. All right, be safe, guys. Yep, that is Shannon Spake. Uh, when we come back, we'll find out from the earthquake crew whether everything is still good. Again, if you're just waking up, hello, good morning, Los Angeles. I see everybody on my Twitter feed. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool, tool to finish the job stop by o'reilly auto parts and ask about their loaner tool program simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool then get your deposit back when it's returned need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly the professional parts people at o'reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. You make every play, you call every shot, from choosing trusted financial products to deciding how much and how long to invest, GameBridge puts the power in your hands. No wonder they've earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. They give you the tools you need to save and grow your money with reliable returns and take charge of your financial future. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. So change the game. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. 
Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my dance, <laughs> Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Pirelli tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Pirelli test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Welcome back in. LA's been hit by an earthquake. I've taken a knee. How long should I have to stay on the knee? You know, I just tweeted, I don't want to brag or draw attention to myself, but I'm a hero, you know, to take a knee. I need to speak out against earthquakes. You're there until hour five of the show. Hour five on the knee? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. That's a long time. Uh, Everybody is safe as the four or five earthquake has hit LA. Um, as we, uh, as we roll into hour number three of the program, I am now on the hook for all of your funerals in the event that you die of an earthquake, um, which could be expensive. You know, they've had earthquakes hit Tennessee. What if it was a plot twist and an earthquake hit here instead? Oh, we'd be okay. Cause then we could keep broadcasting. Let's take over the show. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you would just take over the show. You'd be fine. Yeah. Um, all right. So there are three big stories that are out there. Uh, all right, we've got uh, Joe Kelly getting suspended for eight games. Do you guys believe and agree that this is absolutely ludicrous? I mean, I know we got a couple of Dodger fans on the show, so I'll start with the non-Dodger fans. Dub eight games for Joe Kelly, even though the Astros didn't get a single game. Is this as ridiculous to you as it is even to the Dodger fans? Absolutely. It literally makes no sense, especially when you think about what eight games would have equaled in a normal season. What did you say, 22 games? Yeah, that's right. So th- 22 a, games. They played 162. Getting, this would be a 22-game suspension. He's essentially getting a 22-game suspension here while the Astros, the team that literally got proven to cheat the Dodgers out of a World Series championship, no one on their entire team got one game. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Uh, Eddie Garcia, you would agree with this? Yeah, and I, I think uh, that there are those who are applauding him for doing this because, not because Joe Kelly endangered someone's life, but because there can't be any uh, any kind of fights or you know clearing of benches because of the current environment we are living in. Uh, so that's why a lot of people are, are apparently applauding this ridiculous who is suspension. Apl- I haven't seen anybody applauding this suspension. Uh, Buster Olney from yeah, ESPN. Baseball uh, insiders, yeah. yeah John Heyman. Yeah, those yeah. guys are are applauding this. That seems like a ridiculous position to take. I mean, I'm not saying he couldn't be suspended, but in a 60-game season to suspend him the equivalent of 22 games is absolutely insane. Usually the ball has to hit a player, too. Usually, yes. And also, uh, if you do do that, even then, you usually aren't suspended for 22 games. I mean, that is, a, that is a long, long suspension. 
a special anyway I, I just think it's crazy so that is one story that is out there I do think it's cool uh positive story that in the ACC they have a schedule that is out which could theoretically be a very good positive in terms of bringing back uh Notre Dame into a conference for the first time ever going all the way back to 1887 they've never been in a conference uh their one big uncertainty here is uh, what exactly would happen to big rivalry games for people out there who are a fan of Clemson, South Carolina, Louisville, Kentucky, Georgia, Georgia Tech, and also for Florida, Florida State. There are 10 conference games that are going to be played in the ACC with the expectation that an additional one would potentially be able to be played in conference, sorry, out of conference in state. So that would leave open the possibility of those in-state games. The SEC has to figure out what to do, but at least the positive is out there. If you are a uh, college football fan, things are moving towards the idea that we are going to actually have a positive here and that the season will actually be taking place uh, in some way in college football. Now, NBA is back tonight, and the ridiculousness of the NBA is that uh, ESPN dropped a huge story about Chinese hypocrisy and everything surrounding it. I, uh, I I talked about this to start off the program um, and have talked about it quite a bit during the show so far. To me, the rank hypocrisy of the NBA is going to be on full display tonight, starting at 6.30 Eastern with the first game and then followed up with the game between the Clippers and the Lakers. Uh, they have eight regular season games to play I would imagine it'll be way over the top, whatever is being done. And I think it's going to be ultimately bad for the NBA. I really do. I think this is what happens when you worry about social media reaction at the expense of other things. So that is uh, the three major stories that I would say are out there. Let me go around the horn here. uh, And then we've got an animal Thunderdome. Uh, special Animal Thunderdome, I am told, so I want to get an Animal Thunderdome in. But which of these three stories do you guys think are the biggest? I'll start with you, Danny G. Well, I'm in baseball mode, so as far as the NBA, I'm just not ready for it. Eddie mentioned earlier on the show that if this was the start of the playoffs and we officially had all the players back in the bubble and ready to go, then I think I would be more hyped for it. So yesterday, the city of Los Angeles was like a hornet's nest when this news came out about the eight-game suspension. Yeah. Yeah. Because obviously Joe Kelly was a new hero. It's what everybody in the country wanted to see happen to the cheaters. And I think uh, Jared Weaver, the former Angel, tweet said it best yesterday with the laughing emojis. He says, eight games, what a joke. At MLB is so soft anymore, it's kind of embarrassing. People should just keep cheating because apparently there is zero game suspensions for that. Uh, by the way, we have nice swing bitch t-shirts up on OutKick, yes. Joe Kelly's alleged quote in Dodger blue and white. I texted it to you. You liked it. Yes, it looks like uh, the, the Dodger handwriting. For people who want to get revenge on the Astros and even more want to support Joe Kelly now, we have those up in the OutKick store. You can go to OutKick.com and check them out. It's a good look, and I wish that we could wear those for our cardboard cutouts. <laughs> that, that are going to be at Dodger have, Stadium. Did, get, did you get any update on the cardboard cutouts in the in uh, the Dodger Stadium? I am expecting to hear back from Lee today sometime, so I will give you some updates on that as we start the show next week. Uh, all right. Uh, Uh, Dub, which of those three stories do you think is the biggest? And by the way, for people who are just waking up, I think 
that the biggest story is the NBA's hypocrisy with China. Although I think it's indefensible, uh, the decision that was made by Major League Baseball to suspend Joe Kelly for eight games. And I do think it's a positive. I'm kind of excited to see how Notre Dame does playing a 10-game ACC schedule where they are now eligible to win a conference title for the first time in the history of their uh, of their program. Uh, what's up uh, for you, Dub? Which of these three stories stands out the most? Well, for me personally, it's the ACC just because college football is something that I need kind of like oxygen for me to survive. And this is a great step in – college football happening this season and the Notre Dame angle is really interesting because they're always kind of on their own island making their own schedule and now they're going to have kind of like a normal season like everyone else has and it'll be fun to watch them play Clemson and see how they can compete and maybe even win an ACC championship would be which would be kind of a weird would they put a banner up in the stadium if they win the ACC (laughs) and they and they go back to just being an independent after the season that's something I just thought of just now What, what do you think they would do there? I, I think they would probably, I mean, I, I don't assume they would turn down the trophy. Um, and so I I think they'd probably put a flag up. I mean, they haven't won a lot in Notre Dame since the title in 1988. So I think they'd probably find somewhere to uh, to reflect that. Have we seen, we haven't seen the ACC schedule 100% yet, or did they release it? I haven't seen uh, an official schedule yet, no. Uh, the reason why I bring it up is, do we know where Notre Dame would be playing for purposes of advancing to the conference title game? Because there are 15 teams. The reason why I'm asking is, with Notre Dame playing in the ACC, there will be 15 teams. So, in theory, one division would have to be unbalanced, or which side of the equation are they putting Notre Dame in, or will they say in the ACC for this year, we're just going to take the top two teams overall? Um it's just one division, Clay. They're just going to have one, one division. division. Yeah, I actually like that. I, 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 I am anti-division in general, right? So I, for everybody out there, like I don't understand why we have to have two divisions. So I would just take the top two teams overall with the understanding in these 14-team conferences that the schedules are not going to be 100% even because you can only play a certain percentage of teams. But for instance, in the SEC, I have argued for a long time Instead of having the SEC East and the SEC West, I would have, in a 14-team conference, you could have three yearly rivals. Everybody could have three yearly rivals, and then you would play half of the league one year and the other half of the league the next year, and you would play home-and-home four years. Every player would go on the road and play in every SEC stadium. That's using football, obviously, as an example. I like that better with no divisions and you just take the top two teams than I do the idea of of trying to have an Eastern Conference champ and a Western Conference champ because in theory, uh, as many of you know, the two best teams could happen to be on the same side of the division. So why should those teams not get to play uh, in the conference title game to decide who's the best? That would make the most sense. So that's at least going to be intriguing to watch and see how that plays out. So to you, Dub, the biggest story is the ACC schedule with Notre Dame included. That's right. Do you think they'll end up playing Louisville, Kentucky, Georgia, Georgia Tech, uh, Florida, Florida State, and Clemson, South Carolina? It certainly seems like that. I, I would have thought before this news broke that the SEC would have been the conference that would be even more in favor than this. But now it seems like the ACC is totally on board. So I don't see why these interstate rivalries couldn't happen. Yeah, uh, we'll see what ends up taking place there. Eddie, what to you is the biggest story of those three? 
Well, if I thought that the NBA media was going to hold Adam Silver's feet to the flames on this China story and really grill him on this, I would definitely go with that. But I don't think that's going to happen. I think they'll maybe they'll ask him about it. He'll give one answer and it'll go away. So I'm going to agree with Dub. I'm going to agree, I'm going to agree with uh, him and go, go ACC football. And uh, I believe Clemson Notre Dame was already on the schedule. We thought we were going to lose that, if I remember correctly. You're but, right. Clemson Notre Dame were scheduled, I believe, to play in November. Yeah. So we'll if, get if, to see that matchup after all. Yeah. I'm assuming they'd keep it on the same weekend, um, but maybe not. I, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of work, obviously, to be done uh, to figure out exactly what those 10-game schedules look like uh, in terms of trying to think ahead. And they uh, did say one non-conference game within the state, so that would seem to set up the rivalries that you're talking about with Clemson, South yeah. Carolina, things like that. Or they're trying to put it on the SEC for the SEC to cancel those games if the SEC does 10 uh, conference games. If the SEC does 10 conference games, I could see how they could say to all of the SEC schools, hey, you can play in 11th uh, for uh, for purposes of, of scheduling in conference. If the SEC went in that direction, uh, then in theory, you could uh, you could find a team inside your state who maybe is a smaller caliber school to play, or you could keep going with your major conference foe. What about you, uh, Roberto? Which of these three do you think is the biggest story? Well, I'm a Danny Jeeks. I'm a big baseball fan, Dodger fan, and just we mentioned it because Joe Kelly's eight game suspension is equivalent to a 22 game yep. suspension in a 162 game season. And uh, what really ticks me off is that uh, during the 2017 World Series, uh, uh, Yuli Gurriel from the from the Astros did a racial gesture, and uh, Rob Manfred thought it wasn't appropriate for uh, Gurriel to get suspended during the World Series because it would have been too steep of a suspension in a seven-game World Series, but then Joe Kelly gets this big suspension. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's a good point. I totally forgot about that. was the... uh, Ridiculous, yeah. Yeah, the Asian eyes or whatever. Exactly, yeah. I totally forgot Darvish. Yeah, you Darvish. Uh, All right, so uh, let's... uh, All all that, so those are all big stories that we are following, in addition to a 4-5 earthquake that uh, hit in the L.A. area, but also, we are going to rock the world. It's been a while. It's Animal Thunderdome time. Roberto's still shaking from the what, shake. What, what happened there? <laughs> I thought, did, 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 did the earthquake knock out yeah, the Animal Thunderdome yeah. soundtrack? Roberto had just dropped his mic from talking about Joe Kelly. Yeah. He thought he had just made such a statement. He thought his, his day was done. enormous piece of chicken. Dying times here. This is Animal Thunderdome. All right, what you got for me, Danny G? This story was tweeted into us dozens and dozens of times. Now, if you have a weak stomach or kids in the car, I oh, would no. recommend to turn it down, uh, the audio down, just for a minute here. A sad story. Former president of accessories brand Kipling, which is, oh, I guess, a big deal in the fashion world, was killed by a great white shark while swimming with her daughter off the coast of Maine. She was 63. This New York City woman, um, pretty well known in the fashion industry, died when she was attacked by a great white shark. Julie Hollowak was swimming in a wetsuit with her daughter near Bailey Island there in Maine on Monday. It's the first uh, shark attack death in the history of Maine. Yeah. And here's the the part where I was like, okay, I'm going to have to say turn it down if you have a weak stomach. Because an eyewitness says... Hollowick had appeared to be thrown up in the air by something and then held underwater. Uh, another eyewitness said the same thing. Her daughter saw all of this. 
They uh, they say two kayakers were able to help Holowack, the former president of uh, Kipling, back to shore so that she could be treated on land. But Marine Patrol says that she was pronounced dead at the scene. The U.S. Coast Guard said it was alerted to the shark attack just after 3.30 p.m. after her uninjured daughter was able to swim back to shore and call for help before she collapsed in the sand crying. Great White in Maine. It's the first ever shark attack on a human in the history of Maine to end in a death. A lot of people on Twitter were questioning why you would be in those waters right now because apparently super I know they were in wetsuits. Yeah. But it's a lot super of the, cold. a lot of the comments from people in that area said that it's unusual for people to be swimming because of how cold that water is. Yeah, and they said that they've had a huge increase along the upper northeast in seal populations mm-hmm. and that uh, and that maybe there has been confusion among the sharks, which if you look at the, the data, a lot of times, you know, surfers, for instance, who are out on surfboards or people who are in wetsuits or whatever, uh, the shark can get confused and think that initially it is a seal and not a, uh, a human. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, that's, a, that's an awful story. I, I read about it. I got sent that by a bunch of people as well. Yeah, really bad. And by the way, the main department for marine resources said they recovered a tooth fragment. So they were able to confirm that it was a great white responsible. Right. All right, let's move on to the next story here. This is from Kerala, India. Better ending to this story. And it sounds like uh, this could be a, a lifetime made-for-TV movie here. Neighbors were hesitant to approach a toddler who was in quarantine with her family who was bit by a viper. Oh. A headload worker moved quickly to save the little girl's life. Janelle Matthew, who is the truckloader, while he was the only one to step forward, the entire family was in this quarantine because they had just moved to the area uh, on July 16th. So there in India, um, if you move to a new residential area, they put you in an automatic quarantine. Because of the coronavirus right, right. now, obviously. Yeah. Ex- exactly. So so in addition to being in quarantine, the, the kid got bit by a viper. Right. It's a tough combo. The couple say that um, they saw neighbors crowding outside their house, but nobody came inside to help. The dad says it was because we were in quarantine, so everybody was scared. This guy, Janiel, though, uh, who lives opposite from their house, said, screw that. He ran in, and this is where it sounds like a movie scene. It says, Janiel went straight to the room, killed the snake, picked its carcass up in one hand, the little girl in the other, and had his cell phone pressed between his ear and shoulder. He was not even wearing a shirt, the dad said, but was doing everything like Superman. By the time he reached the road, an ambulance had arrived. So this dude sweeps into the house, kills the snake in one hand, yep. picks up the injured toddler in the other hand. After bandaging her arm, by the way. And it simultaneously basic, basically is calling 911 so that there's a, uh, an ambulance to take him to the hospital. Better than that, I don't know about the, if they have a 911 service, but it says Janiel had the quick thinking to call his friend who drives an ambulance in the town, and they put the girl in the front seat of the ambulance and quickly got her to the nearest hospital. This dude sounds like the... Uh, uh, the, the the Jason Bourne of uh, yeah. of India right now. The doctors there said if it was 15 minutes later, she would not have lived. And instead, so this guy literally saved the girl's life. Yeah. Now, unfortunately, um, they tested the little girl and she tested positive for COVID. Oh, which so, is, as we know is very rare for someone that young. 
to have it. So now he's in quarantine. The hero is in quarantine and has to be tested regularly for COVID. And when he gets out, there's just going to be a huge line of women. Is it, Do we know this guy if he's single? It doesn't say. I hope he's single. Because I would think, I don't, I'm not an expert on what Indian women want, but I would think man <laughs> who storms into a house shirtless, kills a snake, saves a toddler, saves her life, gets her into a car. That's probably something where if you're an Indian woman in that, in that area, I would imagine that you're swooning. What a pimp. You imagine writing way, that as your profile? Her, what about the, what about, so is that, what about the dad of the little girl? Yeah, he was just panicking along with the mom, hoping that one of the neighbors would step in and help. Right. So I don't think that's a good look for the dad. I mean, he basically got dunked on by this this savior who comes running in shirtless. You're not wrong. I'm not sure that, that his wife's going to stay with him. She might end up with the shirtless guy now. That might be the plot twist at the end of this. And then she left her loser husband and went with the savior. All right, let's close out with two quick pet owners. We'll like these two stories we're going to close with here. A dog who jumped out of a car window on a South Carolina highway was found 11 days later, 600 miles away in Florida. Tim Whitfield says his family got the dog Bella for his 90-year-old mom just a few months ago. Earlier this month, the dog vanished after leaping from a car window on the highway near Charleston. Whitfield says Bell was located Sunday 11 days after jumping out of the car window. 600 miles away. Why did the dog jump out? That's a good question. I mean, maybe maybe the story here is that these are bad owners. <laughs> I mean, I mean, most dogs like to put their head out the window and fill the air. Yeah. But I usually don't have to keep your dog from jumping out. Maybe he wanted like a more uh, a younger, like more active owner. I mean, he was gifted to a 90-year-old. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, the dog seems like it's kind of a cry for help, it seems to me. <laughs> so, obviously. I mean, how bad would you feel if your dog just jumped out the window? Like, you're, you're like, man, at least I've got you, Rover. And then Rover's like, I'm out. Peace. And he just jumps out the window while you're dri- driving down the road. I've never uh, even heard of that happening. They found the dog in Miami, by the and way. And then the dog ran to Miami. Yeah. So it's a Florida. It's a Flo- <laughs> we got Florida man. We got a Florida dog. And, I mean, then a, and then a similar story from Utah. A Utah animal shelter said a cat that went missing 10 years ago was reunited with her owner after being brought in as a stray. Uh, the animal shelter there said a stray cat was recently brought into the shelter by a person who said that they had been feeding this stray, but uh, they wanted it to be checked for a chip. Yeah. So the, the shelter scanned the cat for a microchip and found the contact information for a man who identified the cat as Mocha, his daughter's cat, when she was like uh, 10 years old. So Mocha shows back up. Here's a question for you. Yeah. I, I'm curious on this. Would it make sense so that I understand because we're getting these new cats and they're going to have microchips in them so we can be scanned or whatever I was going to ask you about that. You found two Russian blue? No, we ended up getting the uh, tiger cats. The Bengals. The Bengal oh, tigers. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, not, not, not real tigers. Not like, uh, ti- you know, tiger hunter. Yeah, they're uh, mini know. tigers. Yeah, yeah. Not like Tiger King. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, like little, little guys. Um, but uh, so we're supposed to get those at some point, but they get the chips in them. Yes. Why would – so – why would every kid not also get a computer chip in them? So, like, when you're a parent, one of the biggest fears you have is your kid getting kidnapped. If we're putting computer chips, like, just barely under the skin of animals so that we can make sure if they get lost, we can find them again, like just happened with that 10-year-old cat, why wouldn't, and like, why wouldn't we consider doing that with young children so that if your kid ever got kidnapped or lost you could just figure out exactly where they were. 
Probably because there's part of the population that is even against vaccines. So yeah, there right. would be I'm a just ton saying, of people against if microchips. Can, if you can put the microchip in the cat and find it like 10 years later, and everybody out there, a ton of people have used that find my phone feature. You know, if you lose your phone. Yeah. Isn't there almost a technology now for young children where you could do that? Am I crazy to even think about that? Well, it would suck once you were a teenager and well, your parents were you tracking get, you. You would just get it pulled out, I think, at some at some <laughs> point in your age. But I'm saying Got for you. really young children, when I heard about this microchip that the cats are going to have, yeah, I was like, that's great. And my kids are getting older now. But one of the things you fear if you're a parent is, oh, my God, what if my kid got kidnapped? I would never know what happened to them. I would never know where they were. What if you had the ability, like, just, I don't know, underneath, like, I, it can't be that painful for the animal if they're doing it. What if you had the ability to do that for humans? Am I am I crazy for thinking of that, or is it like, is it, uh, do other parents immediately think of that? Like when I'm paying all this money for a cat and it has a microchip in it, I'm like, that's great. I don't ever want to lose my cat, but on the scale of losing something, I'm way more concerned, a billion percent more concerned as a parent about my kid disappearing. No. Am I just am I blowing everybody's mind this morning? They're sitting around thinking, yeah, why do we have microchips in cats? Why don't we have them in five year olds? Roberto, you have a daughter. Would you? Uh, chip Roberto, her? is this a crazy I would question? Definitely love it. I have a daughter uh, to know where she is at all times. When she gets older, yeah, I'd be great. I mean, don't you think? Like as a parent, don't you? <laughs> I mean, I'm not unique in this, right? Being like having a kid kidnapped is one of the worst oh, fears yeah, of every big parent, time, man. Yeah. And so, if you knew that you could uh, like because and then having your kid disappear and never knowing what happened to them is one of the worst things that could ever happen to a parent and so we just had this cat get reunited with its owner i, I i'm just i i don't understand why the technology is all being applied to animals no that's a good point and by the way the man's daughter who's now an adult came into the shelter there's a cool video of her being reunited with her long lost pet the shelter said the story should serve as a reminder of how important it is to bring stray animals in to be scanned for microchips yeah i mean it and also the fact that microchips work well anyway my mind is blown here i might have just blown your mind thinking about it but that's the first thought i had when i heard that our new cats i've never had an animal with a microchip in it before but evidently our new animals are going to have microchips when do they arrive uh, I think they're supposed to get here. My my family's out of town right now. I think they're supposed to get here at the end of August. Oh, very cool. Oh, sorry. Uh, maybe mid-August. I'm not sure. I'm not the expert on the cat purchase. I just know the cat purchase has happened. Uh, isn't it, isn't it weird having such a quiet house? It's to- I have no idea what to do with myself. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I- Clay actually talks to us during the commercial breaks. <laughs> well, usually my kids are running yeah, around. You, yeah, usually you're running and- up and downstairs wrangling children. It's yeah, so making weird, breakfast, man. everything else, especially since the shutdowns have happened. My kids are you know, always running around and yelling and everything else. But yeah, it's a totally weird yeah, situation weird. to be in the house. And I'm going to be here like 10 days solo. It's weird to uh, weird to be in the house and not have any sounds and uh, and just be like... I understand now why people are like, oh, I've got to downsize. Like once your kids actually leave the house and it's just you and your wife, like why do you have a decent sized house? Like you're not using the vast majority of it. Yeah, it makes complete sense. Anyway, I need microchips and uh, <laughs> and I need my family back uh, sooner rather than later. Ask uh, Dr. Chow about it. About microchips? About the chips, yeah. yeah I'll see. I'm wondering. If I, I'm actually curious. If you have also thought of this, if you have, like, am I the only person who's thought of this? It seems like a natural next step when you find out that your animal has got a microchip. The kid that you care about way more, why can't the kid have a microchip? 
James Bond also had a chip inside of him. Yeah, I mean, like in bat in movies, like there's always somebody who has to cut out the microchip or whatever. You yeah. know, they're being tracked. Eddie, what what have you got for me? I I don't have any kids, but I, don't they do this for newborns? Don't they put some kind of low jack on them or something yeah, when they're in the hospital? Well, when they're in the hospital, but it's just on the wristband, right? Yeah. Well, to, to confirm to keep a, a baby from being stolen right. out of like they they shut down basically like a hospital if somebody tries to take a, ba- a newborn out of the uh, out of the newborn ward or whatever else. So Eddie's proposing an ankle bracelet on children. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, if, if, if you don't want to go with the chip, you know, I think that's a nice uh, secondary choice. Just just go ahead and put them on parole yeah, uh, yeah. At, at the moment <laughs> they're born. Ankle bracelet. <laughs> ankle bracelet. Uh, yeah. So I, I don't know uh, what uh, what the technology is behind it, that whether that would allow and maybe super rich people are already doing this and they're like, you're late to the late to the curve. But if I have to choose between putting microchips in my cats or my kids, I think I'd go with kid, especially the young ones. Now, I think you can get it out like, you know, 14, 15 years old. But when you're like kidnappable age, I mean, I think that's something that a lot of parents would like to have. Maybe that's the next business I need to get into. This is Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool to finish the job stop by o'reilly auto parts and ask about their loaner tool program simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool then get your deposit back when it's returned need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly the professional parts people at o'reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. You make every play, you call every shot, from choosing trusted financial products to deciding how much and how long to invest, GameBridge puts the power in your hands. No wonder they've earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. They give you the tools you need to save and grow your money with reliable returns and take charge of your financial future. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. So change the game. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> 
Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even posted That's my, my dance, <laughs> Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Michelin test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. All right, let's get some more five-star reviews, Danny G. All right, this iTunes handle, XBUR, his title is Yellowstone. I give this five-star review because at Clay's recommendation, I binged-watched Yellowstone. Thank you very much, Clay. It is now probably my favorite current TV show. It's pretty entertaining, Yellowstone. Check out OutKick, not only for all of the hot sports takes, but also because Clay gives you excellent binge show recommendations it's kind of a ridiculous show uh but also pretty entertaining and it's set in montana which is a awesome venue kevin costner's phenomenal uh there are almost uh, i think like three or four episodes left in season three so there's only been 25 or 26 episodes so far uh but it's pretty good paramount network all right and the next winner here big john and bam didn't know clay travis but here is my first experience with him my first memory of hearing Clay was on the Feinbaum show. He was taking calls from angry Bama fans. That's right. Do you remember this? Yes. And one caller in particular was going off on Clay about what an idiot he was and blah, 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 in a dialect that can only be described as very redneck. Clay's response was, oh, you think I dumb? How about this, Bobby Jack? Let's have a spelling contest. Yes. I wanted to have a spelling bee. <laughs> Challenged him I, to a spelling bee. I almost wrecked my car laughing. Then I come to find out that Clay is actually a super nice guy and was very kind to my friends who own a pizza restaurant here in Birmingham that he always visited when he came into town for media days. Fast forward to right now, and I really believe that he speaks for a lot of us. He is well-reasoned, and for the rest of us sports fans who also are, we love him because he's not trying to ignore issues in society, but prefers to keep those out of sports that we can't stand. I've been a big fan since, and I've just signed up for VIP. Wow. Adding wow. adding Whitlock to the OutKick crew was a grand slam. I'm now a huge fan of both Clay and OutKick. So, can't have people saying nice things. I don't want my reputation to get ruined. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I, I did challenge. Uh, I, back in the day, I'd take calls from angry Alabama fans, and uh, Feinbaum's callers would get mad at me. So, uh, we I challenged them to a spelling bee. Well, and you already changed haters' minds with this uh, morning show because you kneeled. I kneeled for the earthquake. Yeah, you cannot. Yeah. You're anti-earthquake. I mean, I, nobody hates earthquakes more than me. I thought it was important I used my platform. All right, uh, one last 
last quick one here. They, they've all been about you. So how about this one's titled from Zebo, the real star of OutKick. I started following Clay my freshman year of college right before he started his radio show. I have literally listened to every episode of OutKick on the podcast since then. I've been here since the very beginning and can tell you firsthand, Clay is very consistent. His opinions are always well thought out, and even when I disagree, he presents the other side of the argument more coherent and logically than you will hear anywhere else. That being said, the real star of the show is Danny G. Oh, yeah. Now, this guy's up. smart. The depth of his Animal Thunderdome <laughs> reports are unparalleled. He is the unwavering foundation that keeps the radio show on track, even when the phones don't work. His most compelling trait is his ability to select the five-star reviews to read on the show with absolutely no bias. There's no collusion and no Russian involvement whatsoever. He only picks the best reviews to read. And just like this review, OutKick is one of the best podcasts on the planet and the best brand you can support. Just blatant sucking up. I, I have to re- respect it. Good job, Zebo. Uh, all right. Are we good? Let's go uh, yep. to break. When we come back, Dr. David Chow will join us to finish up the show. If you heard those five-star reviews, go give us a five-star review. If Danny G picks it out, you get an autographed copy of my book. Thanks for listening. Go give us five stars. And thanks for subscribing, downloading the podcast, and listening wherever you are across this entire nation and this great land. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.